0: Fatherhood is a weighty responsibility. Fathering daughters is especially challenging. Who makes the rules for a daughter's life, particularly when it comes to dating? What is the dad's responsibility in setting those rules? Fathers must hold fast and protect their daughters wholeheartedly. The Spin Squad tackles yet another touchy subject, so listen with caution. This is Bully Pulpit on Mortification of Spin with Carl Truman, Todd Pruitt, and Amy Byrd a weekly podcast of the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. We can only continue Mortification of Spin with your support. Visit mortificationofspin.org to make a donation or call 1-800-488-1888. Keep listening after the podcast for details on how you can download a free MP3.
1: You are listening to Mortification of Spin, Bully Pulpit. Uh, this is Todd Pruitt. I'm with, as always, Carl Truman and Amy Bird. It's it's after Father's Day. Very soon after Father's Day. In fact, I'm sitting here looking at a Father's Day card that my three kids um, got for me, and they each wrote something really, really nice. It's very sweet, and I'm actually kind of moved uh, just sitting here reading this uh, this card again, uh, being reminded of the weightiness of having kids. I've got. Two sons and a daughter. Um, Amy, don't you all have like 10 daughters out there in West Virginia? (laughs) Something like that? Two daughters and a son. Two daughters and a son. So reverse of of me. And Carl Mm. Carl just has it easy. He's got two boys, which basically you just sit them in a corner, you feed them, and then when they're (laughs) 18, kick them out. Isn't that pretty much how you do it? Pretty much
2: it. Occasionally, you have to separate them when they're knocking seven bells out of each other. But
1: uh, yeah. yeah, my yeah. my key advice on parenting is
2: specialize. Just have sons.
1: <laughs> exactly, and and that's where I, I feel like um, you know Carl has just. He's just had it easy. He doesn't know the uh, uh, the pain and the um, the dread of of raising a daughter in today's yeah. world.
2: It's planning uh, and focus. I, I had two sisters. <laughs> didn't like what I saw and thought. Well, I'm just going to have sons <laughs> when, when I when I get my chance.
1: Because those of us with daughters, like my wife and I and Amy and her husband, our job is to protect our daughters from the Truman boys, basically. <laughs> Indeed, as yeah. I've
2: said to you many times, I only have two guys to worry about. You people with daughters <laughs> have every guy in the universe to worry <laughs> exactly,
1: about. Exactly, exactly. Well, we saw there was there was a, a picture going around of a of a dad who was wearing a t shirt that's terribly uh, uh, misguided. It's got um, how many rules were on there? Four four rules for four dating my daughter. Sense. Yeah, and what were they again?
3: So it's rules for dating my daughter. Number one, I don't make the rules. Number two you don't make the rules three. She makes the rules and number four, her body, her rules. Yeah. What do you think about that?
2: I think it's uh, probably incoherent because it seems to me that he's made the rules despite his disclaimer (laughs) at the start. They're actually very bad rules as well, I, I think, but, but it's certainly dad setting the rules here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and what, what he's doing is he's abandoning his daughter, uh, to be her own, uh, chief moral arbiter so basically it's just the repetition of the the sin of eden where i'm my own moral authority so in addition to being just confused in that he's saying he doesn't set the rules as he's setting the rules um he's uh, he's sentencing his daughter uh to uh to the moral destruction of being her own god how's that for heavy
3: mm, that's pretty heavy
2: Remarkably profound for you,
3: Todd. I'm, I'm <laughs> uh,
2: are they they still allow you to stay in the PCA. They they
1: are still allowing me. you to stay in the PCA, yeah, even with that. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, Amy, you sent us a uh, an, an article um, uh, entitled "On Daughters and Dating: How to Intimidate Suitors," and the writer she's kind of pushing it back, and I think in some helpful ways she's pushing back against kind of the old, uh, you know, dad, I'm cleaning my shotgun as, as the, uh, as the young man comes to the house and Mm -hmm. we all chuckle at that. And, you know, it's the job of the dad to, uh, to fill uh, the heart of the suitor with fright, which to a certain extent, I I don't completely disagree with that. And yet, (laughs) and yet uh, the the writer of the article is saying, you know, we, we probably owe our daughters more than that. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, they ought to be strong minded and, and they, they ought to know, obviously know enough about r- right and wrong that 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 they don't need a, a, a shotgun uh, next to them. Um, so she does make some good points. What would you say about that?
3: And I definitely think this is a, an article written by Jen Wilkin. I think a lot of people read it this week and um, she makes some wonderful points about how, you know, we are to um, equip our daughters to be strong and to be to be having a deep faith, self-assuredness, wisdom, kindness, humility, and um, that there is actually nothing more intimidating to any man than a woman who's able to defend herself against unworthy suitors, and and that's what you would want, which I think are some really good points, and she makes um, some other really good points in there, but um, I also wanted to add that no matter how well you raise a strong daughter, she's still going to have a lot of weaknesses, and Really, you know, part of, of Christian growth and deep faith is is recognizing our weakness. And so, you know, in the um, vocation as a father, that is a major job for him to see his daughter's weaknesses, then and then to be able to come alongside and back her up and protect her. And and um, so, I'm I don't it could be a false strength there if yeah. if you if you put too much of your confidence in your daughter's strength or even in the way that you parented them.
1: Yep. I couldn't agree more and I think that there I think you make a really good point there of, of putting too much confidence in my ability to make my daughter strong. You know, she's still you know, if she's an if, if if your daughter's an eighteen year old girl who has a lot of good qualities that you've helped build within her, she's still an eighteen year old girl and right. still still needs a father and still needs a measure of protection. Hopefully a lot less than she did when she was twelve, but still. There still needs right. to be some measure of protection there and guidance.
3: Well, there uh-huh. was this response to the, the feminist father T-shirt where somebody yeah. wrote, you know, my 16-year-old, uh, her new boyfriend the other day asked my permission to date her, and I told him basically the same thing as the rules on this T-shirt. Yeah. And he said, I trust her to do the right thing, and she trusts me to back her up. And I just really thought about that, like, you know, what is the best way for a dad to back up his daughter or his son, really, because I mean, although Carl doesn't have um, all those guys to worry about, he's you know, Carl, you still have to worry about there are some dangerous women out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, women are right
1: <laughs> Yeah. So Carl, you, you are a bit of a connoisseur of parenting books, right? Oh, I love them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I I can honestly
2: say I have not read a single book on parenting in my entire life.
1: Well I then stay- how have you been able to parent? Uh, it's
2: uh, by, by sheer natural brilliance, I
1: guess.
2: (laughs) I mean, I regard parenting books as psycho babble on the whole. I avoid them like the plague. Uh, Human beings are complex. My kids are complex. Uh, I would say that most of what I learned about parenting, I learned from myself actually being brought up in a good home. Mm-hmm. I had two good parents, and as I as I reflect on what I learned from them unconsciously, I now realise, wow, I I learned an awful lot. My parents weren't Christians, as it happened, but they certainly knew how to uh, to bring bring kids up in a way that w- was manly. Uh, taught the kids self control, respect for other people, all of the basic what one might call civic virtues. My parents uh, in, instilled into me unconsciously, I guess, by modelling it themselves within the house. Uh, So I'm very skeptical of any articles on parenting on the grounds that when you're actually in a real situation with real human beings, it's always much, much more complicated. Uh, You know, we were talking before the program, Todd, and you and I have very similar experiences with our kids. With my one child, simply raising a finger was enough for him to burst into tears and ask right. for forgiveness, whatever he'd done. The other child, I discovered I had to take money off him. I had to, okay, <laughs> I'm going to your money box, and I'm taking 50 pence or 50 yeah. cents of your money box. That was what I needed to bring him to heal. Uh, you, you you have to work creatively and responsively with the uniqueness of your children. Yeah. In terms of, of morality, though, we, what Katrina and I did with the boys in terms of... Should I say, you know, sexual relations with girls? We pressed home to them from an early age. When you date a girl, she does not belong to you. She belongs to her father and she belongs to the Lord. Her body does not belong to you. Uh, And if I was responding to feminist dad's T-shirt, I'd say, you know, it isn't her body. It isn't her rules. Uh, It's it's your responsibility to make sure she's protected. And the rules are set by the Lord.
1: Right. And that for me is a far more compelling argument to say to my sons Mm -hmm. to not say, listen, that, that young lady you're going to go out with her body belongs to her. That's a, listen, a little bit of charm can sometimes overcome that. It is a far more compelling thing to say, son, that young lady's body belongs to the Lord and her father is given a job to help guard her and protect her. So you will, if if you if you touch her in any way that is inappropriate, you're sinning against the Lord, you're sinning against her, and you're sinning against her father. That's far more compelling.
3: I know that t shirt is, is so dehumanizing to his daughter and then to the prospective dates for his daughter. And I just think of okay, when my when my one daughter was going into middle school, my uh husband actually approached one of the boys in her grade at a sporting event and it's somebody that we know their family well and him well and he said you know I want you to look after my girl when she goes in middle school like an older brother she doesn't have an older brother there and you know he did he really weighed the heaviness of um the responsibility of how Mm -hmm. you know girls should be treated and he's like you know I'm gonna ask you to do that for me of course you know it sounded all great and wonderful but the best laid plans backfire and that boy has a, a crush on our daughter now, <laughs> ah, great. but, you know, that works even better in the sense that he knows how Matt feels mm-hmm. about his daughters. And, yep. you know, he was friendly, but he it's a friendly intimidation, actually. Sure.
1: And, and there's I think there's everything appropriate with that. Um, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm not here to be a suitor's pal. Right. Um, he, he needs to know that while hopefully I don't behave like a horse's rear end, I'm also not here to, uh, to be his friend necessarily. Um, you'll shoot and, him as soon as look at him. Uh, yeah, no I'll, I'll, <laughs> kill him. I'll just kill him. No, um, Carl, you, you know, you, you mentioned, uh, your, uh, your opinion on, on parenting books and, and while, while, you know, yeah, do you need I, me I like to clarify that or was well, I was no, I clear I, enough? I like I like, to, I, like to, I like to think of myself as a bit cynical, but every time I'm around you I feel like a wide-eyed optimist. But I, <laughs> I, I, I agree in part in in that much of the parenting material is not very helpful, precisely for some of the reasons you laid out. Our kids are really different. What 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 worked for one of our kids? didn't work at all for another one and vice versa. And, and, and my other concern, and again, this isn't for all, I've read some good stuff out there on parenting, but what I fear is that it seems like with every new book and every new article that's written, there's a whole new layer of rules that we have to do in order to be a good parent and make sure our kids turn out. Okay. And I think that that's, I I, I think that generates a lot of guilt in a lot of parents that, um, if my child is not, yeah, especially not
3: if um, you you know you feel like you're giving it your all, trying to do all this, right. and um, you can do everything that you believe you're you're doing as a perfect parent, you know, follow all these proverbs, and and then you know, what if your child does make a mistake and and, yeah. and does sin, and and who do you blame it on then? Do you blame it on God for not following through, or do you blame it on yourself for not doing a good enough job? How do you handle and, those situations? And
1: and I, and I I want there to be space. For me as a parent to say, okay, um, I could have done that better. Maybe I need to repent of, of something. I, there, there should be space for that. At the same time, um, if if my kid's not reading Jonathan Edwards by the time he's fourteen, maybe mm-hmm. that's not all that bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I just think that some of the pressure, right, that is that is put on parents because because with each new book, there's got to be a new thing, there's got to be a new set of rules or or a new insight that previous generations haven't discovered and now suddenly ah, i've got to do this or my kid's going to be a heathen
3: right and i this idea of strength i think is what's really coming up in these um you know rules to date my daughter t-shirts and then the feminist father rules to date my daughter and the application to date my daughter that jen wilkin was was um pushing back against yeah Uh, um you know is it really strength where is our strength coming from and um, sure, we should do all we can to raise strong daughters and strong sons and we should um, do all we can to be godly parents and to be faithful in that vocation. But um, we need to point one another to Jesus Christ who is our strength in all things so that you know there's grace there too.
1: Yeah because we're gonna fail, we have failed. Mm-hmm. We we haven't been 100% consistent, and part of raising godly kids is helping them understand that they, along with every other Christian they'll ever meet, including their parents, have failed to live up in certain ways to the confession that we make. That's a part of them knowing how to love each other and being long-suffering. I've failed them. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. sure at some point uh, before I die, I'll sin again as well. I know Carl (laughs) does all the time. (laughs) Yes. Well, there you
2: have it. We've solved all your parenting dilemmas in a mere 15 minutes. It's been great uh, to listen in on the woes of those who have daughters. As I said, my my major piece of wisdom is just don't. Make sure you have sons. Uh, Life is a whole lot more straightforward. And when they do cause trouble or problems, it's generally on somebody else's doorstep. So uh, life is a lot more peaceful. Uh, Please uh, join us next time on Mortification of Spin. Until then, we hope you're having a good summer. Goodbye.
4: Each time I see a little girl of five or six or seven, I can't resist a joyous urge to smile and say thank heaven for little girls, for little girls get bigger every day. Thank heaven for little girls. They grow up in the most delightful way those little eyes so helpless and appealing. One day will flash and send you crashing through the ceiling.
0: This has been Mortification of Spin, a podcast of the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. Remember to visit our website, mortificationofspin.org, where you can download a free MP3 entitled Children and Parents. Mortification of Spin is a production of the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. Alliance ministries include Reformation21.org, the Bible Study Hour, and events held from Florida to Sacramento. To learn more about the Alliance, visit AllianceNet.org or call 800-488-1888. We can only continue to bring you Mortification of Spin with your support. To make a donation, please visit mortificationofspin.org or call 800-488-1888. Join the gang again next week. And don't forget to visit the website for your free download.
4: One day we'll flash and send you crashing through the ceiling. Thank heaven for little girls. Thank heaven for them all, no matter where, no matter who. Without them, what would little boys do? Thank heaven.
1: Thank heaven. As I've
2: said to you many times, I only have two guys to worry about. You people with daughters (laughs) have every guy in the universe to worry (laughs) about.
1: Exactly, exactly.